Welcome to the Two Buff Beards Podcast. This episode's brought to you by WebFit Nation. The standard process for having a trainer is paying big money for an hour of a trainer's time, spending time and money getting to your appointment, working out and going home, and repeat it all over again next week. With WebFit, you have a personal trainer right in your pocket. You can work out when and where it works best for you and your schedule. You got 100% customized workouts, meal plans, and even grocery lists. To learn more, go to www.webfitnation.com. Kelvin Franklin, how you doing, my friend? We are back again, man. Um, what is this? This Wednesday, th- Thursday? Thursday? Thursday. We're the week before Christmas, so week the weekend of Christmas now. Yeah, you guys are going to be listening to this after Christmas, right, but we're right. just gearing up right we're gearing now. Up. So we do want to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. That's right. Kwanzaa. Yep. Festivus. Everything. Everything. I saw a post on that the other day about people... Um, being really bothered that people weren't recognizing the different types of um, ways that people celebrate this time of year. And the guy, I mean, he had, I mean, it made sense because he was, he felt like he was discriminated against, you know, that. So you know, what what was this guy's holiday that he uh, celebrated? He, he, was, he was a Hanukkah, so he wanted everybody to okay. celebrate that. So nobody had mentioned that. Everybody was telling him Merry Christmas and stuff like that. So he felt, you know, bothered by that. I heard that this was last year. Some I, Somebody was saying that they were getting – Finding that people were offended when people just said happy holidays. Really? It's like you're just trying to please whoever you're talking to if you don't right, know. Right, right, right. Like just not being celebra- very specific. Yeah, yeah, it's like you don't know if it's a stranger. So. Right. <laughs> I would say I would think that that's like the proper Safest way to do way things. To do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. How weird is that? Or people get like, if you say Merry Christmas just by habit. Yeah. And that person doesn't celebrate it. People get all upset, which I could get like what that guy was making a point to say, but same time it's all about intention yeah that's what i would think too like, like their intention was like hey you know we're all celebrating something right now like, absolutely I hope you enjoy yourself absolutely I, but you know what sometimes things don't land right with people you know so like they may be feeling a certain way so it may, the impact of what person says no matter their intention is different I, i've learned that actually through marriage <laughs> <laughs> okay because you could intend to say something you know and you mean it in a nice way but it totally impacts your wife a totally different way you all know right. what i mean all right I'll, I'll, uh, you've been there if yeah, you probably been. haven't yet you will be been there, there before <laughs> everyone's been there before regardless of not if you've been married yeah 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 you're yeah, an adult yeah. you've had that happen you've had before. that happen before. i didn't mean it that way <laughs> right right, right. <laughs> that's probably the one thing that that's why i don't text like anything that's like super serious yeah yeah that's a problem and emails like the tone gets Man, lost just bad you just know what bad. that that's just another reason why I love this medium right here podcast yeah, me too dude because you could write an article a blog yeah Absolutely. And it still can be a little bit lost. Absolutely. Well, and then, I mean, unless you're a really seasoned writer, which right. I don't think I'm great. I think I can everyone, talk, but my writing's okay. Yeah, but everybody would have an issue because you still, like you said, I mean, the words, you just, they have no emotion behind them. Right. So. You can't see their their faces. Yeah. And like, yeah. If hear them or nothing. The, yeah. The emphasis on certain Absolutely. syllables and yep. words. Yep. Yep. So, um, so obviously. The holidays are the holiday here season. amongst us. Yep. Um, what's got you moving outside, having some time off from work, and getting away for a little bit? That's that's a good question, dude. I have been spending a lot of time. I talked to you just a little bit off off air, um, studying gut health. Just I, I don't know how it got started, man. To be honest, but um, I have been going nuts because when I, I'm the type of person when I start something, I go I just dive in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I dive head first. That. So I've been in, I've read two books. 
I've been reading study after study. What books? Um, I read The Mind-Gut Connection. I've heard about that. Okay, I read that one. And then I read, um, what was the other one? It was just about microbiome. I can't remember the exact name of the yeah, one. Yeah, that just... first one. I've definitely heard that name thrown around. There's a, uh, you may have heard her talk before. She's on Joe Rogan a lot, but her name, she's on lots of podcasts. She's on uh, uh, find, Dr. find Your Fitness uh, Lady. Uh, I don't Dr. know Dr. Rhonda that. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She she has a podcast. She is like super smart. Oh, yeah, she's super duper. Yeah, super duper smart. Yeah. Like for me it's like she's throwing out so much information. I got to like pause it and like digest it like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> little very, by little, but very smart. Um, she has a podcast called Found My Fitness. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. She, she she was she was actually real big time way before she got on Joe Rogan's podcast. I mean, I think that just helped popularize her. Yeah, she's been on there twice. I, I th- yeah, maybe three three times. times. I mean, I've heard her on maybe some other ones, but I've heard her talk a couple times, and yeah. she's super smart. Yeah. And she talks about gut health a lot. Yeah, she does. She does. She does. Um, but yeah, man, just to so interesting, tell me some of the things you've been learning, dude. It's and maybe just, you didn't know before. It's just been crazy. So I, I did not. I always knew that um, the our mood chemical hormones, serotonin. I always knew that it resided in the intestines because mm-hmm. that's why people always used to say you are what you eat, blah blah blah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I always used to know that. I did not know that we produce eighty to ninety percent of it in our gut. Yeah, I've heard that. So I didn't. I didn't know it was that impactful. Which which goes to show how like gut health can like determine mood a lot. Yep, personality. Right, personality. So many things can come from that. So that was a big eye opener for me because I just I never knew the science behind that. Like I, you know, as trainers we know the connection, you know, but we don't necessarily know sometimes the science behind it unless like we really study, study, study. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, I also found out that. Just our microbiome, like they call it the footprint of our DNA type of a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't know that so many things were um, accompanied by that. So like your your body weight set point can have a lot to do with your gut health, like in terms of like where your body feels comfortable in terms of like body fat levels and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, we obviously knew immune system played a big role in that. You know what I mean? Um, but I just didn't know so many things were tied to our gut health anxiety depression all of this stuff tied yeah, to it's gut health really crazy like i've even heard this sounds disgusting it is disgusting when you think about it <laughs> maybe it's in some of these books and maybe you can elaborate on it a little bit but these fecal transplants yeah yeah where they'll take fecal matter yeah. from like they've tested it on mice they to do that now and yeah. then you take it from one mouse and put it into another and they kind of like take on the other ones um characteristics in their way that they act and their behavior as well as maybe some sort of allergies or immunities maybe they they're maybe they can fight things off better than they could before yeah but yeah it's crazy it is man um the predisposition to diseases another one was that i thought that mm. i did not know about you know because you know that lifestyle has a lot to do with this stuff but we just i didn't know that in terms of gut health was that that important i guess you know that lifestyle day in and day out um the bacteria whether it's good bacteria or bad bacteria gets built up over weeks months years decades absolutely Absolutely. and then that's gonna obviously absolutely affect you absolutely and i mean i'm just starting this stuff man so i'm not i'm not i'm definitely not an expert but i definitely got some some very good takeaways in terms of um 
things that me and you have already talked about on this podcast many times um, in terms of, you know, how to have good gut health. And so we were I mean, we've been on target. It's just that I never knew the sign, the true science behind it. And this stuff is so brand new, Zach, that I don't think there's, there's not any, a ton of science on it to begin with. Right. There's not a, any expert, to be honest. I mean, I mean people are guessing still. studying and you can tell me probably better. But if I had to guess, it wasn't even really being studied that much wasn't that prevalent till maybe 10 years ago absolutely oh yeah 100 percent true yeah 100 percent true i think they some people knew about it you know but they didn't know connections like they do now i mean so i mean it's so it's so brand new so i never get i hate when people start calling themselves i'm an expert in microbiome yeah really like mm. I, i'm not even an expert in fitness in it because it hadn't even been around that long like it's it's still brand new like we still got to study this stuff longer yeah any more data like more years behind it decades yeah seriously but it, we, at least we have a good starting point on some stuff that's that's been talking about what destroys gut health and, you know, what can help gut health and stuff like that. So we'll have to do a podcast on it one day. Yeah. You might have to lead the discussion on that one because I'll, I'll be learning from you. Well, I mean, you already have, have hit the biggest head uh, <laughs> nail on the head already with the eating whole foods. That was one of the biggest ones in every single piece of research that I've read. All those chemicals in your food, you dude. <laughs> and the prepackaged food. I mean, that's a huge part of the. Yeah, general. man, that was one of the biggest takeaways. Is just people not eating enough whole foods. Um, yeah. Not enough sleep. I mean, that was a big one too. I didn't. I mean, sleep just has so much weight on it in terms of your health. It was mm. unreal, you know. So, like a lot of this stuff, you already had your your big one is you love to talk about healthy fats. Another one that was like oh, yeah. huge, you know, obviously vegetables and stuff like that. But yeah, man, gut health, um, golly, I mean, just amazing stuff behind it. It's so, really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will also say, remember we had our supplement talk a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I kept also seeing over and over again was that about the, the greens powders. Yep. Um, that being something that could really, really help gut health over time, you know, especially for people that don't consume a lot of whole foods. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I could see it's very – you're getting a ton of nutrients yeah. in a very small, short amount of time yeah. when you have those yeah. greens powders. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was another one that I, that I wanted to point out. But other than that, yeah, man, stuff that we always talk about. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Speaking of greens, I saw uh, – a good picture of you on your Instagram. Um, oh yeah, where you were just chowing down. Talking about the micronutrients. I don't know what what, what were you eating then. That there? was a that was a lettuce mix. I okay. like I love lettuce mixes. I thought it was like I thought it was a little something else, but uh, anyway, I thought that was I like the post first of all. Yeah. If you guys don't follow Kelvin on social media, um, you can find him at at Country Muscle. That's right. That's right. Um. And and yours his is personal, uh, his personal page is at Country Muscle. And yours is one. at RX. RX Movement. Yeah, movement is M V M N T. Right, right, right. But so, yeah, I talked about micronutrients in that post. Great post. Yeah, man. Loved it. We don't do that enough. You know, this is crazy. I don't know why we don't either. But that's probably the pr most prevailing thing that I see when I meet like new clients and stuff. No vegetables. Maybe yeah. once a day. And even sometimes people who are just so concerned with their macros, yeah, they may not hit it. No, they may not get it because they might be like, "All right, well, I got chicken breast, carbs. I got this, uh, you know, rice, and then my fats. I'm gonna have like maybe some, you know, healthy oil, some sort of oils, yeah. or you got some guac or something." Yeah. But then, like, you can hit all your macros right. and miss out on those micronutrients. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So I that's why I really don't like that whole if it fits your macros. I can see it from that standpoint. Absolutely. That's yeah, my sure. biggest take home. Yeah, for sure. It's like, all right, yes, that's good. You can do some – it's a good place to start. But 
people who are further along yeah. in their journey and they live and die by that, I'm like, mm. Yeah. Well, it, it, it can be an excuse just to eat like crap. It could be that, too. Like, hey, I'm not going to eat any carbs until 8 o'clock tonight, and I'm going to have four bowls of ice cream. Absolutely. It's like, oh, yeah. well, I was in my... Yeah, I was in my, within my macros. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, you had... You did, you're right. You had egg whites and chicken breasts all day long. Yeah. And then you had ice cream at night. Like, yeah. nah, let's not do it's, that. It's a very good low barrier cost of entry into entering into, like, really learning how to eat. Yeah. But you have to evolve from, from yeah, that. Yeah, you can't, yeah. like, you can't stay there. You know what I mean? Like, if you never, if you don't know what calories are, if you don't know how to eat right, you know what I mean? That's a good place to start so you can kind of get an idea of what your intake should be. But it shouldn't be the thing that that keeps driving you because you never really look into the under the hood in terms of what nutrition is all about. You yeah. you stay on the surface like you talked about. It's that surface level. Yeah, yeah. So what's got you moving, man? I'm sorry, I'm getting on a tangent. Oh, you're good. You're good. What's, what's got What's got it. you moving? Um, it kind of go plays into that a little bit, but been um on a new audiobook. Um, it's called Tribe. On Homecoming and Belonging by Sebastian Younger. Younger is J-U-N-G-E-R. I believe it's pronounced Younger or Junger. Anyhow, um, you know, it kind of goes into people's mood and um, behaviors in, in modern times how we don't have those groups, those tribes like we had even just 150, 200 years ago where you lived in small villages and towns where everyone had to work together for things. You know, you were trading commodities like, hey, I'll trade you these uh, grains for uh, maybe some soap or whatever. You guys are working together in some sense or fashion. And anymore, people can be self-efficient, which is, you know, good in a lot of ways. But it actually hurts us because we're not interacting with other human beings as much. You can work from home on your computer all day long, never have to leave your house. You can have food delivered to you. So when we miss out on these things, it causes depression. You're missing out on, you know, regular movement. Human beings were meant to move. You're not getting any natural sunlight, any vitamin D. Um, and th just the human interaction is really, really, really big for our mental well-being. And in places today that still have these tribal-like environments, crime is far less Suicide rates are, are practically non-existent. Um, there's almost no depression. And it just seems that for in a time now where everyone's got everyone's more aware of mental illness, this is a big reason why this is happening is what people are starting to realize. So it's just been really interesting. And um, I think it's a really slippery slope when people do fall into that and they think, like, oh, well, I'm just – Someone, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm an introvert. I don't need to be around a lot of people. And there's one thing to be an introvert, but it's one thing to, um, isolate, isolate yourself. Yes. Ag agreed. Completely agreed. That's a good way to put it. So just something to think about. Um, it, it's been really cool. I used, you know, hurricane Katrina as an example, new Orleans was, you know, it's, it's not the safest place in the world. There's quite a bit of crime that happens there, but after hurricane Katrina crime rates plummeted. And all the looting that you heard about, I, I don't want to – don't quote me on the figures here, but I want to say they went back and realized that like 90% of the quote-unquote looting was people searching for food. So it was like, okay, well, they're, they're yes, they may have been taking 
food from places that they would have normally paid for it, but they were doing it for their own survival. Makes sense. So, um, you know, a little bit more understandable in that sense. Absolutely. Um, so, anyway, it's been really interesting. I'm not finished with it yet, but yeah. uh, I'll give you an update once I complete Dude, I just like the fact that you've been on this audiobook thing. Yeah, you got I've been trying hooked. to talk to people about this for so long, You man. got me hooked. I, I, I know. I, I, I have been loving the fact that they came out with that. I started audiobooks like four years ago. I'm like, dude, this is the best invention ever. Yeah. Especially for the person that's busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have a ton of time to just sit down and read. And read, but I, but right. But I'm in my car... Or if I'll, I'll go for walks and I'll just put my headphones in yeah. and listen and, you know, just if I'm doing things around the house, yeah. I'll just pop my headphones in. What, what do you think about like, you know, because I mean, this is considered like personal development, I would say. Yeah. So like, has that always been something that's been important to you? Like, no, not like that. For sure not. Gotcha. That was, that's definitely something that I've uh, acquired over, over maybe the last three years. Cool, just, man. Becoming a man. That's cool. More, so do you think it's just, just the evolution of you? Like, yeah. is that what it is? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's cool. And I, honestly, I think that I would attribute a lot of this uh, to just the this profession. Like, yeah. just like anything else, you put a little bit of time into things and you can see yeah. some improvements. And yeah. Yeah. Just by reading some books or listening to some books and reading more articles, you become more well-versed in more topics. I don't want to be that meathead trainer. I want to be... I don't want to be. Yeah. I want to be. Uh, you know, a little deeper than that. I want to be able to hold a conversation with people yeah. about other things than just picking up weight. Yeah. <laughs> calories. I mean, I, I like that stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Let's dig a little deeper into these. And yeah. No, I one hundred percent agree with you. So yeah, I enjoy it. That's cool, man. That is cool. That's real cool. Yeah, I, I just wanted to commend because I think that's 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 something that people don't put enough time in is just like personal development. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think when I was younger, early twenties. Even uh, probably maybe even the mid twenties, it was just like kind of like a lot of people that they get stuck in that grind, just like clock in at work, clock out, go home, sit on the couch, That's Netflix. It. I mean, I would go to the gym, but it wasn't like I did now. It wasn't like I was doing it with intention, right? Um, it was just kind of going through motions of yeah. life, and yeah, yeah. I call I call it mindless activity. That's exactly what. I, that's, pr- <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's it. what it is. Yeah, absolutely. It comes down to people like you say, like clocking in, clocking out, and then the literally of, and figuratively, the rest of the day, dude. They're just it's just mindless, just going through motions. It's of every it. part of life. That's it. That's it. And and I think that's the reason why people are always talking about TGIF. Like I can't wait till Friday mm-hmm. or the weekend's already over. Working for the weekend. Yeah, and that's because they're doing. It's just mindless. And when they clock out of work, it's like they do nothing. Like the rest of the day is just. Gone. This this book play talks about all these things. Does it touches really? on all that? That's cool. Yeah, That's, I got I got to read that. Thing. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, I got to read that. Um, so going off this uh, personal development, absolutely, and the holiday season. Um, we're gonna talk about some New Year's resolutions. I know there's gonna be people out there setting New Year's resolutions, and I love that people are trying to get excited about making positive changes in their life, whether it's health and fitness related or learning something new or taking on a new career. Yeah. Any of it. Yeah. If you're setting some sort of goal, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Going back to clocking in and out and just like going through the motions. If you never have any sort of goal, anything, again, it could do, it could be, I want to read a book every month. Yeah. Any sort of goal I think is a good thing to have. Um, But there can be ways to set yourself up for failure. And there can be ways to uh, kind of get yourself off on the right path and to just know that if you're actually achieving that goal that you first set out to do, 
isn't entirely the purpose. Right. So, um, for starters, I want to just go into a, a statistic here that I read. I love it. Let's, let's, um, let's talk. I like statistics. Let's hear it. I, I looked this up. So, in a study that Forbes magazine did, it said 40% of Americans will make some sort of New Year's resolution. So, um, a large majority, I mean, a very large portion, I should say, not majority, I guess technically it's not the majority, but a large portion of the population in our country is going to set some sort of New Year's resolution. Um, And, you know, with with good intentions, but um, only 8% of those goals are actually achieved. So, if... 8% 8% of the 40%, that's a very, very <laughs> small fraction yeah, absolutely. of people who are setting a New Year's resolution and achieving it. Right. So, for starters, I think anyone should make some sort of goal. Absolutely. And then they need to set up small stepping stones so that they're seeing progressions along the way and they know that they're making their way to that goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, it doesn't matter what it is. If you were to, to set some sort of goal... And reverse engineer it. How would you go about doing that to set yourself up for success? Because I know uh, you've done this a bunch of times. Oh man, absolutely. Um, let's see. So I, I guess I want to go personal to this one because I mean people don't know enough about us, you know. So we we always talk about everybody else. So I'll talk about something personal. So I wanted to make a goal to this was actually last year because I didn't do it this year because I did something a little bit different. I'll talk about that later, but. Last year, I wanted to make a goal of reading one book a week. And I was like, that's a lofty goal, right? Yeah. So I was like, I'm, like, I'm going to do it. That's a lofty goal. It's a lofty goal. Uh, it would depend on how much time you have. but Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, it's a very lofty goal. But I was like, if if I could do that, I, w- I mean, what kind of person would I be? You know what I mean? In terms of like a trainer, a husband, a friend, everything. If you read 50 books or 52 books. If I books? read 52 books, like what kind of person would I be? And so I set out on that goal, man, and uh, I fell one short of it. Oh, wow. I read 51. This was in 2016 to Dang. 2017. So I read 51 books in a year. That's really um, good. It was the, it was the, I was on target, man. But I had to, I, So I reverse engineered it. I was like, what will it take? So I read one book, and I, I figured out how long it took me, right? And so I was like, okay, if it took me that long to read one book, what, how, what would I need to do weekly, monthly, you know, to, to quarterly to read 52? So I just did the math. I just reverse engineered it. So I was like, okay, it took me – so for that one book, it took me around – I think total it took me around six hours to read that book, right? So – and I got to – I'm, I'm guessing because I don't remember the numbers, but I'll make the long story short. So I figured out what I need to do each day to make sure that I, I made that happen. So I would read uh, an hour in the morning. I got up a little bit earlier, and then I would read a little bit before I went to bed. And then, like, I would make sure that during the day, so during my walk, my workouts, I would listen to a book. So I would knock out two things at one time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I did that every single – so 52 books sounded like a lot when I first did it. But when I, when I broke it down, I was like, man, I can make an extra hour, hour and a half a day to do this. Like, it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? And I just did that, dude. And I, and I, and I did not let up until the end of the year. Wow. Like, I did not let up. So that was one for me that I had to reverse engineer. And I mean, I didn't hit the goal, but I mean, I got pretty close. Right. So I was hold on. I'll stop you right there. You didn't get your goal. No. You did not get your goal. And again, it's a good goal for any goal that you you, you strive for. 
but you didn't just give up either. No, it's no, not I tried. Like, it's not like you know a month and a half into it, you're like, ah, the hell with this, I'm done. No, and I fell off a bunch of times during during the process. Uh, okay, so yeah, you even had some times where you had to pick yourself back Absolutely. up and get going yeah. again, and yeah. obviously you had to pick up the slack. To yeah, one. Yeah, for but sure. You still got a ton out of that. Oh my gosh, man! It I, it taught me so much about myself, dude. Because it's easy to push yourself physically. Like I feel like people make a lot of physical goals. But it's hard to push yourself mentally. Yeah. Like, that's rough. You know what I mean? So th- that was something that I learned more about myself than anything. Was mm. was put Because that was probably the first time I've ever pushed myself that hard mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could, that, that would be tough. Yeah. Because physical goals, you can kill it. Oh, walk 10,000 steps. Oh, I can do That's not a problem. You know what I mean? I like, mean, I, there's some people out there who maybe bookworms and they hate working that's out. That's true. Maybe the total would, opposite. Maybe the opposite. Yeah. But for, for me, it's, that was the, it. The, yeah. My point is... Um, you read fifty-one books. You yeah. didn't get the goal. Plain and simple, of black and white. You didn't get it. You, True. You, if you look at it that way, be like, oh, I failed. Yeah. Or you can look at it and be like, okay, I didn't get there, but I still accomplished a lot. Heck yeah! Big so, time. for what you know, discussion of our podcast, health and fitness. If your goal is to lose twenty pounds by your spring break trip, you're going on mid-March, and you get to sixteen. You won. It's not a fail. You won. You learned a lot about your body. You, you learned a lot about your nutrition and yeah. uh, fitness. Yeah. And you you still want, got something out of it. Yeah. So, and the point is, you've learned something either way. Yeah. Because the, the, the goal is really not the, the – that's not the reward. You know what I mean? Like, you getting to the goal is not really that sweet because y- you should be more geeked about the fact – what the process taught you. Yep, that's where I was going to go. Yeah, you should be more happy and, about and that. And learn to enjoy that process and the journey. Oh, yes. Because if it is something that you just truly hate, like if you just said, oh, I'm going to read, just say that you wanted to read uh, a book a week, a different book a week, all on nutrition. Well, I mean, I like nutrition, but I don't know if I want to read 52 books about nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. It might get boring. So yeah. like. You know, if you just made it like, all right, I'm going to read 52 books on just period, then you can go a little bit, you can, you know, meander around mm-hmm. a little bit and find things that you like. So in the same thing with fitness, like maybe you set out to say, I'm going to run to mm-hmm. lose my weight or get in shape. Well, maybe you decide you just, running's not for you. Yeah, you're right. Running's not for you. So maybe you want to try weight training. Maybe you want to go try a cycling class yeah. or a Zumba class, yeah. whatever it is. You just find a way to get to the same goal. And but you find a way that you're gonna enjoy because if you don't, if even if you get there, great, you pat yourself on your back, you brag to your friends a couple times, but in a week or two, it's done and over with, and then you're gonna go right back to where you were. Very so true. If you learn to enjoy the process, you're gonna have rewards that are gonna be lasting you for weeks, months, years on end. Absolutely, because you you're just gonna continue to grow from that. Like like you yeah. said, you just gonna it's just gonna continue to evolve after after that for sure. Yeah. I 100 percent agree with that. So I I, I just think that people give up too easily on these new year's resolutions they don't set stepping stones like the book thing is relatively easy to think about stepping stones because you're like okay i got one in a week cool i met yeah, i'm on pace two in a week still on pace so that's a little bit easier to create stepping stones but if you just said like i want to be able to run uh, a 5k um by springtime so that's three miles okay well you can't run a 5K today. You're probably not going to run if you're not running at all. You, you can't do that. Maybe Probably not next week. Maybe not the week after that. You got to set little goals. Like, all right, I'm going to run half a mile every day this week. Mm-hmm. Next week, maybe it's three quarters of a mile. Mm-hmm. And just make slow, steady progressions. Mm-hmm. 
And that way you can like, all right, so you set small goals to lead up to it. Not only is it good um, physically for that example, but you're, you'd kill yourself if you try to go run five miles or three miles yeah, today. I agree. If you're not running. But um, it's just good mentally, psychologically. You, you feel like accomplished. You're, you're getting there. You're making progress. You're, you're, you're on the right path. Yep, I agree. You know, the, the one thing, man, that really irks me is when people are setting these goals for something that's not sustainable. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they're, they'll they set a, a goal like um, nutrition is, is, is one that's, that always kind of gets to me. They'll set these nutritional goals that's, that's not sustainable. Oh, I'm going to change my diet to be blank, 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 you know? And so they started out, but they never thought about the fact that I can't sustain this for longer than maybe 30 days, you know, at best, you know? And I think that has to be put into question too. Like, is your goal something that you can actually keep up with? You know, you may fall off and that's okay. Like you may have hard days, you may have rough days, whatever, but is it something that can be long-term? It shouldn't be something that just can be for a year. Like you should be able to continue this for the rest of your life. If, if it's something that's truly a real goal, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not completely against like next 30 days, I'm going to be real hard on myself and I'm going to be real strict and do it this way, but you got to have a plan coming out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem with people like getting kickstarted with some nutrition plan. That's a little more stringent than, you know, you probably can't see yourself, um, doing like, uh, you know, just say, just talk about the running, for instance. Yeah. Say, oh, I'm going to run a mile every single day for the next 30 days, and you stick with it. Like, well, you know, at some point, you're probably going to have something that comes up. Yeah. Life happens. Yeah. I mean, you were just talking about how you're leaving town to, yeah. to go visit your family for the holidays. And yep. You're not going to be picking up any weights. Mm-mm. So something's going to happen, and it's going to throw you off your schedule. Yeah. And maybe you do that for 30 days, but just have a plan when you come out of it. So they're like, all right, I got there. And then they're like, you know what? I did that. I'm really happy I did it. I feel great. Let's just do every other day. Yeah. Or let's do three days a week or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just have a plan. If it's a diet, maybe you are going to be a little more strict for a few weeks, but then don't just go completely off the rails. Absolutely. When that 31st day comes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like, I like the whole idea of having a plan coming out of it. I've never even thought about it in a way where – you could have a super strict goal, get to that, and then kind of have a plan to kind of, I, I guess you would say, make it make it more of a lifestyle. After yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty cool. I never even thought about that. But probably before you just mentioned that, I would probably disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I actually like the way that sounded. So I, yeah, I think that's uh, if you can devise a plan that way and actually stick to it, it can be really helpful. Yeah. Like a little boost of like, okay, I made a bunch of progress really quick. I'm not going to do that forever. Yeah. But let's uh just ha- make a couple habits that are going to stick. Cuz that's almost like let's 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 go all in type of a scenario. Yeah. Let's go all in, get there and then we can kind of back off and see what we got after that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I like that idea, man. I like that a lot. Now, do you what about like so what if a person only set a 6-month goal or something like that? Do you like that idea like a shorter goal, not like a a, a new year resolution, more like like a just a new goal? Um, yeah, I mean, I think any, again, I think any goals are better than none at all. Yeah. The, the sixth month goal, I think you could just make that a stepping stone. Yeah. Just like, all right, say, um, actually, this is actually a real example I had with one of my clients. She was a very heavy woman 
she need she in all reality she could have lost about 100 pounds but she said and she knew she needed it she was having health issues all this stuff but her friend wanted to go to that indoor skydiving place for her birthday and she's like you can you cannot go skydiving unless you weigh under 260 pounds that's a rule there and she's like i want to go with my friend my goal is five months from now i want to be at 260 pounds so that i can go skydive with my friend i was like okay we can make that happen and sure enough we did we made it happen we did it she got down to her goal and then you know she she obviously she, she let up a little bit because she got there she was excited she went out had fun with her friends and stuff but then she stuck with the program afterwards yeah so i think she had a she yeah. had it was like a five I like month that. goal and she got there but then she didn't stop i like that yeah i like that i like that a lot because i mean it was a shorter goal but it still had some carryover yeah 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 no i like that a lot So like she knew that she needed it and this was like one little thing that came up where her weight was like literally gonna hold her back yeah and she knew she was gonna miss out and so she's like all right this is my reason I like that. And it idea. seemed kind of small at first, like, all right, you know, all these other health issues wasn't a red flag before, but this one thing, whatever it was, it rang home. But hey, it got her into gear. I like that idea, man. I really do. That's cool. No, that's 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 neat. Um, what about you, man? Any any uh, goals that you had this year that you've uh, attained or changed, like this past year, not next year, because you probably haven't even looked that far yet. But um, what about what about this past year? This past year, two thousand seventeen. Um, you know, I just, well, yeah, at the very beginning of the year, I got a new certification that I wanted to do. So I studied for that and I passed the test. And, um, so I kind of like, it was more personal development, career yeah. development. So I, I did that and then just continued to learn. It wasn't like this happens in our industry. Sometimes people get their certifications or oh, degree, 100%. and they stop learning. Oh, 100%. Cause you get stuck in your way. Yeah, and they get, you know, they're like, all right, well, I'm, I got this job that I wanted, which is fine, but like, and this goes for any job. Yeah. You got to continue to learn and continue yeah. to grow. Absolutely. So, and I, and I know that I have done, I've actually gotten some um, CEUs to continue that. Yeah. And it actually lasts for a couple of years. So I'm already like ahead of the, the, the path there to can, to uh, re up whenever that comes. Nice. Um. So, yeah, I did that. And I think I'm definitely a, Smarter coach, smarter trainer. Now that was was that, that was a goal too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I mean, you got a busy 2017. We started a podcast. Yeah, yeah, and we're, we're we're deep into it now. Yeah, we are deep into it. So, which was, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That was know, it was scary what? for me starting. Honestly, this. I don't know if I had any like concrete year long goals. Gotcha. Last year, gotcha. I had a couple things I wanted to do, and I I feel like I did. Um, I did some of them for sure. Yeah. I'm trying to like think back. I'm going to write them down this year. You are? I don't see that was my problem and I I made a mistake too. You got to write them down. You especially make, if it's a long-term you goal. You got to got to make them. You got to put them on paper. And so I'm going to set like a reminder on my phone like I'll I I'll, we'll talk about it on air once I get it all written out and figured, but uh I'll reverse engineer it and I'll say, "All right, one month I'll do this or whatever, yeah. two months I'm going to be there." And um We'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reverse engineer some, some goals and we'll, uh, I'm going to set reminders on my phone. Like, all right, are you here? Are you yeah. there yet? Are you yeah. there yet? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Have you done this? Have you done that? I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I'll have to sit and think about it though. It, it, it takes, a, it's a process, man. I mean, you, 
I don't know if you're a guy that like has a planner and stuff, but it, you have to like actually be intentional about really planning out goals like that. Like mm-hmm. you got to be intent. Like, it takes some serious intent. Like because if not, you'll put it off, and before you know it, the first of the years here, and then it's like, well, it's already started now. I can't do go backwards. You know, it's like. So you, I think you really have to sit down and like write the stuff down and be intentional about it and tell somebody else about it. That's another thing that people don't do, you know? I agree. And sometimes people don't want to tell because... It's real. Somebody's going to hold you accountable. They're afraid, like, well, if I don't get there, so-and-so is going to ask me, and then I'm going to feel silly because yeah. I gave up. Or That's more of a reason to stick with it because you're going to have to answer to those people. you got to tell somebody. Like, you can't keep it to yourself. You keep it to yourself, you're going to fall off. I think the, those statistics that we talked about earlier... The fraction gets way, way, way smaller if you don't tell somebody. That's right. Because, man, you know what? Like, I found that you can't just be accountable to you. Like, you have to have other people that hold you up to that accountability. Like, you can't be. So, and, and I, I would say it, it goes to your tribe uh, book that you're talking about. Um, I have a community. I have, I've, I have a good community of people around me you and other friends and stuff like that that i can tell something to and they'll hold they'll make me stick to it you know what i mean and you might not have people that you tell you know different stuff to you might only talk to one person about one thing and then another person about another thing but you need to be able to voice those things that you're going to go for in terms of goals because you need someone to ask you about those periodically you know like if you were to tell me, Kelvin, I'm gonna read a book every week. I'm gonna ask you, hey man, what book you reading right now? Yeah. I mean, we talk about it even in general. Like, so I'm, I'm, I, we talk about it. It's not even a goal of ours, but we talk about what you're learning right now, what's going on yeah. off air and stuff like that. So, I mean, that's already something that's gonna hold you accountable to, like, because if you haven't done anything to grow that week, it's in your head, like, man, they're gonna ask me about. It. I need to, I need to pick it up. I need to do something. Yeah. You know? I just think people don't do that enough, man. We we don't have anybody that. That, that just, you know, holds us to the fire, per se, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I, I like that. You you tied it all back in. I didn't even think about it that way with the the tribe thing. Like, that's human nature is to be around other, other humans. Other people, yeah. And you can tie that into the goals. Like, all right, well, let's communicate with each other and tell yeah. each other and share what's going on and yeah. how we're feeling and what we're struggling with and what we're doing great at. And yeah. just let other people in and open up a little bit and – uh We'll all be in a better place mentally, and then if you're feeling good mentally, you're probably gonna hit those goals. Absolutely, man. I I I know I talk to every one of my clients like at the end of the year, what went right this year, what went wrong, what you want to change. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you know they they see, since they see us as the professional, you know they don't really get to have a, a voice. You know what I mean? And they need to have that voice too because I I just think that when they since they're not the person that's creating the program they don't feel accountable too, you know, and mm-hmm. you, we have to make them feel accountable. So that making them say it and stuff like that, I think is just really important. And then I would, I'll tell them some of my own goals sometimes, you know? Yeah. I, I always try and let people in on a little bit about me since they're always telling me yep. all their yep. personal stories and all this stuff. They got to know our struggles. I mean, cause we're not perfect, man. We're a trainer, but nope. we're just, we're human just like anybody else. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, I, I, I set a goal once, um, a while back, this is in my in my competition years, and I, I wanted to maintain uh, a good body fat percentage all year. That was my goal. Like, like what was considered good in, in at, your mind? at the time? I was I wanted to be around ten to twelve. That was probably pretty good for me at that time. Um, because I was done. I was not young anymore. I think I was probably around twenty five at this point. So I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't young in the sport anymore because I had been. I had done like twelve, thirteen shows by that point already. So uh, when you were younger. 
just trying to wrap my head around where you were at before the this goal, you would like blow up to like 15, 16% or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. When I was younger, um, I, I, I wanted to, I was intentional about gaining muscle. So, like, that was my goal in the offseason. When I wasn't competing, I was going to try and put on as much muscle as I possibly could, you know, within reason. So, and I was young. My metabolism was a lot faster at that point in time. I was more active because I was working at a gym. Um, so my calories were, were sky high. So I would, it wouldn't be unheard for me to gain about 30 pounds after a show over the course of the year, um, to try and gain muscle. But at at 25, I kind of was happy with the muscle that I had. I didn't feel like I needed to get, you know, too much bigger. Like I, I knew I, I knew I didn't have room to grow like I was growing when I was young. Yeah. Cause I knew I kind of was at like, I'm getting closer to my genetic limit in terms of body weight that I can feel good at. Because, you know, certain body weights, and you've lost weight, so you know that certain body weights you feel athletic, yeah. you feel agile, mobile, you feel, you know, like a good cardiovascular shape. My blood work was a big thing to me back then, so I wanted to make sure that those numbers were good. So I knew that I was getting close to where I could be at that point, yeah. you know? So my goal was to just manage a good body weight. Like, I was like, I'm going to just, once I get done competing this year, I'm going to manage my body weight effectively you're not gonna get you're not gonna blow up i'm not gonna increase my calories into so much of a surplus to where i start gaining a lot of fat yeah i failed terribly terribly so failed. you blew up way too big oh my god I, was the, I had gotten the biggest i'd ever gotten that year like it was un, it was unreal man and i and but fortunately i, to, I, I told people about this how goal. much bigger is that than say you are right now like how many pounds heavier were you 50? i'm just curious 40, 50? Wow. I can't even picture you like that. Yeah, I got up to about two. I want to see a picture. I got, I got 245 about that time. I want to see a picture of that. I, I don't even know if I have one. I think I do. I just got to find the camera because, you know, back then we didn't have, like, iCloud. So um, I got it on some some digital camera around the house somewhere. But, yeah, I was two, 245, I think. I got to 245. <laughs> um, but I, I was – I was it was it was terrible, man. But, you know, it, it went to show me what I was so weak at. You know, and my friends called me out on it. They was like, "Man, what's going on? Like, you you told you're gonna manage your body weight and blah blah blah." And and I was like, "Man, I failed, man. And I know what I'm I know what I'm bad at now. Like, I was very bad at not having super high calories and when I'm not competing." Yeah, I think a lot of young younger people who are in uh, health and fitness they uh, rely on that young fast metabolism, and then yeah. when they get older, you see some of those heavy trainers and you're like how's this guy gonna tell me what to do he's overweight too yeah and then it's like it either one of two things usually happens they figure it out yeah. like you have and you're like all right i'm not 21 anymore i'm gonna have to go about this a little bit differently yeah or um you see people just completely just give up yeah absolutely and, and they honestly like even though they might still be into working out, they they change careers. Yeah. And it's because they never learned how to do it themselves. So how are they going to teach somebody else how to have Absolutely. a sustainable lifestyle Absolutely. before Absolutely. they're just relying on their young genetics? For sure, for sure. And 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 for me, when when me when I told somebody that, it really pointed out the things that I needed to work on. And it my, my so my next goal was not to really have it be physical, but I wanted to fix my relationship with food because I could tell that it was broken. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, so me not hitting my New Year's resolution that year really helped me grow to like who I am now and having a great relationship with food because prior to then, I, it was poor, man. Like it was it was terrible. You know what I mean? Like it, I was I was great at turning the on button on when it was time to turn it on. But I sucked when the on button, like when, when there wasn't a competition involved. You know what I mean? So uh, I want to think about this a little bit more. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm getting a kick out of this. 
<laughs> so you got up to like 245. Yeah. And then how long was it later until you competed again? Like the, ne- the next year. So like just say 12 months? Yeah. Or longer? Yeah. It was and, the next year. And so when did you turn uh, switch that lever, the on button? Um, when my friend called me out, I turned it on immediately. Like I, they was like, Kelvin, like you got to get it together. Man. And then how long was it? And then you was like 12 months before you competed after your friend called you out. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I got back down to a reasonable body weight after they called me out. Um, and, and then I really worked on my relationship with food. And then I did my very last competition that I had since, since then. And then, um, and then I, I was pretty good after that. Hmm. But yeah, man, it was it was it was bad. I I had to really work on the driving factor of what food really meant. You know what I mean? And because I at that point I only used it for you're like, oh I'm tr- I'm bulking up. I'm trying to get big. I, I used it for a purpose. I used it for a purpose. I didn't use it for for nourishment. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I used it for getting on stage or competing. It wasn't not. It was never for uh, lifestyle vitality. Like you know what I mean. It was, and you can do both. And you can do both. You can do both. But I didn't know how to do both. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. I was very, I was very poor at doing both. But now, I, when someone is in that frame of mind, I can talk to them about it because I've been there. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree. Like, yeah, having been someone who's, uh, I haven't always been really lean and walk around the six pack, and you know, I had to work for it and try really hard to absolutely stay where i'm at so i it's more relatable for sure yeah I, and you and know I, what that means i tell clients that and i and I, I think they they can appreciate that because they only see us for who we are today even though like a lot of my clients are usually older than i am and so it is easier for someone who's 25 to lose some weight yeah, than yeah. it is someone who's yeah 55 but the but mental they, struggles are still the same yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. the yeah. mental struggles don't change no matter what age you are mm-hmm. now the 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 process may look different because it may take you longer i actually did it really twice did you <laughs> well because i was a kid i blew up and then well, i was like a freshman in high school or eighth grade i guess then i got to be a freshman in high school i wanted to go out for the wrestling team and i did and then just from being more active, I lost weight pretty easily. And then more consciously, I started, like, learning how to, you know, change things and be more active and go from there. Um, and then probably after college, I had a, not quite to the same extreme, but I had to kind of go through that same process again. So, yeah, I've done that twice. That's cool, man. But I bet, I bet both times you learned something totally different about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I was older, it was definitely – I mean, even the first time I did it, I, I actually did, unlike some people in that sport and just that age, like I actually did like try and learn a little bit about food and nutrition was an interest of mine. Yeah. and um, But the second time around was much more detailed and diving a lot deeper. and so I mean, I was just, you know, yeah. 10 years older yeah. or 12 years older maybe, but anyway – yeah, I was definitely, uh, you know, and I was just more aware, more mature. Yeah, self awareness. And I don't want to get off on a different goal in New Year's resolution, but I just think that people don't understand that losing weight, gaining weight, those are the easy things to do. You know what I mean? Like, th- what I'm gonna say this: those are the simple things to do. It's very difficult, and you could test it is to maintain your weight. Yeah, you know what I mean. To maintain performance, to maintain energy, to maintain those things, like it takes a lot more work to do that when you're losing weight let's drop your calories let's do some things like that that's fine when you're gaining weight let's increase your food and eat stuff that you'd want to eat and blah blah blah. when you want to maintain your weight 
it, it takes more it takes more work it, it takes a, a stronger person mentally in my mind i always tell my clients you know get, you get into your goal of losing this weight that's, that's great like i'm not knocking that goal but the real work starts when you when you get there mm-hmm. can you stay there that's right that's right because you know wait i mean america doesn't have a, a weight loss problem we got a weight maintenance problem everybody loses weight but they don't stay there yeah you know yep yeah i totally you're either what, what's that phrase you're either uh you're either growing or you're dying every That's day. right. <laughs> so to find that happy medium is yeah, it's is hard, man. Tough. It takes work. It takes work. For it sure. takes work. All right. So what New Year's resolutions? My bad. I'm sorry. I got off. We got off on a no, no, a no. Bit. Um, I'm gonna have to get back to you on what my New Year's resolution is. I'm, I'm down have, with that. I'm gonna have to give it some good thought. Well, I want well, it to be. I want it to be a good resolution that means a little something, but also is um. You know, I want it to be thought out. I want to have a plan. Of course. So next week. Next week we'll share some. We'll, we'll, we'll record we'll roll our, it out. And we'll roll it out. We'll roll it out. It's real when it's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. So I'll, I'm going to have to give it some thought. Right. For sure. For sure. Do you have one already in mind? Um, I have an idea. I, I, I want to definitely, in 2018, do something um, with kids. I don't know what yet, but I want cool. to do something with kids. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's a place where I think – our profession is needed more and more for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some kids, they're out of school right now, and they came and worked out with their parents today at the class that I was coaching right before I came here, and it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked yeah, having them yeah, there. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine as a teacher, and she was telling me how kids already have like a negative uh, uh, self-image at yeah, young ages. I, for sure, I believe that. And that's just crazy to me, man. That just blows my mind that, you know, we, we she, she, I think she teaches uh, – middle school or or uh later elementary like fifth sixth grade somewhere around there yeah i could but totally they were, see how that happens she's telling that the girls were already talking about they want to lose weight and stuff like that I'm oh like, my gosh what you know like that just blows my mind i mean there man. there could be kids that need to lose weight it's, i mean it's a it's a epidemic in our country but um yeah i'm assuming you're talking about girls that don't necessarily need absolutely to. and it like seems to be like a cool thing to do in their mind like oh i'm gonna go on a diet and Absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. That's what that's my that's one of my goals. I, I like I said I don't have a plan yet. All right, well, we'll we'll both have more um we'll both have something more concrete when we get together next week and uh we'll let everybody know. Absolutely. So, um going off that same ball here, we're going to wrap it up, but um I'm going to challenge everybody to either just get on WebFit Nation Facebook page uh, DM us or write on our our just write on one of our posts and tell us your goals. Yep, and put At it least out one. there. It, even if you just DM Kelvin or I and just let us know, I mean, I think that'd be fun. I think it would be too. And you at least told one person. I mean, if you really want to go out there and put yourself on a limb, put it out there on on the Facebook wall and yeah. put it on Instagram comment, and we'll. Uh, We'll check in with everybody. And Tell somebody. Like, yeah. That's a big thing. It'll man. be it'll be fun for everybody to see. Yeah, yeah I agree. And it, again, if you fail it, it's okay as long as you know you've learned something from that's it. That's right. As so, long as you enjoyed the like, I don't even like, like to use the word fail. Like if you fall a little bit short of what you first set out to do. The process. The process. Yep. I agree one hundred percent. Cool. So uh find us on Facebook, WebFit Nation. Kelvin's uh personal p- Instagram is at Country Muscle, all spelled out, and I am at rx movement rx m v m n t out talk to you later happy uh happy holidays